Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers and this is The Leader. It's all eyes on the Tories. We promised in our manifesto to raise the national living wage to two-thirds of median income, ending low pay in this country. At the moment, it's £10.42 an hour. And we're waiting for the Low Pay Commission to tell us next year's recommendation. But I confirm today, whatever that recommendation we'll increase the national living wage to at least £11 an hour next year. The Chancellor there confirming an increase to the national living wage in his speech at the Conservative Party conference in Manchester, where he also promised tougher sanctions for people on benefits who do not take steps to find work. But despite usually being high on the Tory priority list, Jeremy Hunt said tax cuts won't be coming this year, but he will later chart a path to lowering them. The elemental choice in British politics, the choice behind all other choices, sound money under the Conservatives or run out of money under Labour. Never again, conference, never again. The announcement comes as the Conservatives try to make up serious ground in the opinion polls as they continue to lag behind Labour. Mr Sunak has been making bold moves recently too, in what looks like an attempt to alter the current trajectory for his party, from a watering down of net zero targets to a potential amendment to HS2 on the cards. But is it all enough to win over voters, or indeed Conservative Party members? Joining me now from the Tory party conference in Manchester is Nicholas Cecil, the Evening Standard's political editor. Well, the atmosphere at the Tory conference in Manchester is is eerily quiet, really. It feels like a government party which is maybe heading out of power. And, and this is very much Rishi Sunak's challenge, is to turn that round. His aim is very much to try and portray the Conservative Party as the party of change, because the polling suggests that if they could do that, they've got a chance of winning the general election. But the Conservatives have now been in power for 13 years and to persuade the electorate that they are the party of change is a a big challenge. How much pressure is on Rishi Sunak at this party conference to make sure he performs well and makes announcements that appeal to the Tory heartlands? There's there's quite a lot of pressure on the Prime Minister. There's no immediate leadership challenge or anything like that. But there are a number of senior Conservatives, including Ian Duncan Smith and Priti Patel and Liz Truss, who are pushing for tax cuts soon. They're growing increasingly impatient. Now, the line from the Chancellor and from the Prime Minister is that they can't cut taxes now, that the public finances are not in a good enough state 
to cut taxes. The the debt interest bills are simply too high. So they're telling the Tory members at, at party conference in Manchester that they're going to have to wait for tax cuts. The expectation very much is that there will be pre-election tax cuts. So the most likely date for a general election is in the autumn. So you can probably pencil in some tax cuts in the um, spring budget. But um, that that is, is not soon enough for a number of Tory MPs. But you've got to remember that the, the, the rank and file of each party tend to be more radical than often many of their MPs. So there'll be a number of Conservatives here who will definitely want tax cuts now or in the very immediate future. And certainly the Chancellor gave no indication that that was going to happen certainly this year. Could this approach when it comes to tax cuts be a bit of a strategy from the Prime Minister and the Chancellor so that they potentially can announce tax cuts next year when it's closer to the election and fresh in people's minds? Partly that, but partly the state of the public finances are so dreadful that there, there simply isn't any money around to, to pay for tax cuts. So the, the Chancellor and the Prime Minister are desperately looking for, for a few extra billions that they can find down the back of the sofa to, to fund these tax cuts. One thing they've alighted on is uh, HS2. If they scrap HS2 or certainly scale it back, they'll save billions and if they say billions, that, that gives them money for tax cuts um, before the next general election. But scaling back HS2, possibly not building the link between Birmingham, Manchester, perhaps stopping it at Old Oak Common rather than taking it all the way into central London to Euston, is hugely controversial. And a number of former prime ministers, uh, including Boris Johnson, have made it very, very clear that, that they believe that scaling back HS2 would be the wrong thing to do. The big announcement today from Jeremy Hunt is a boost in the national living wage. How much of a difference will that make to people's lives? Yes, well, well, that's one of those measures that actually will directly make uh, an improvement to a large number of people's lives. Uh, So there are two things one he's announced. One, he's increasing the national living wage. But at the same time, he's putting forward some welfare reforms to basically to put more pressure on people to get back into work. Uh, there's going to be a tighter sanctions regime and it builds in more help. So for people with mental health issues, there'd be a new focus on trying to keep them in the workforce rather than signing them off work. Because once they're off work, it's harder to get these individuals back into, into work, into jobs. And Mr. Hunt is making the case that not only is it good for the economy for, for these individuals to work, actually often is for their own well-being, actually, it can be beneficial as well. Will Conservative loyalists out there be happy with the announcements being made so far and the direction the party is going in? I suspect that many Conservatives will see this as, as far too thin gruel, uh, that they want far bigger tax cuts, that they want them now. You've got to remember that they're lagging in the polls. They were 15 to 20 points behind. That they, they may have clawed back some of that ground with Rishi Sunak's delay to net zero action. But if you're looking generally, Conservatives, it's not a happy party. All the signs suggest that that they may well be heading out of power. And Mr Sunak and Mr Hunt are doing their very best to try to renew the party, to try to persuade the public that this is still a party of change and that Keir Starmer is more of the same old-fashioned politics. But it's it's a big challenge for the the Tories to, to convince people that they still are the party of change. Let's go to the ads. Stay there to hear more from the Evening Standard's political editor, Nicholas Cecil, on who might be positioning themselves for a leadership challenge at some point in the future. 
their feelings that a, a number of cabinet ministers, including Sweller Braverman, are already kind of maneuvering into position for a potential leadership election after the next general election. Why not hit rate and follow in the meantime? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Still with me from the Tory party conference in Manchester is Nicholas Cecil, the Evening Standard's political editor. Do we have any indication on any other potential announcements to come out of the conference this week? What we're seeing so far is it's not blatant, but their feelings that a, n- a number of cabinet ministers, including Sweller Braverman, are already kind of maneuvering into position for a potential leadership election after the next general election. Kind of, it's, it's still very early days. There's nothing blatant. It'd all be denied by her team, but um, she's certainly the Home Secretary has been very outspoken on a number of issues and the, the number of issues that will appeal to, to, to core Tory supporters and voters. So there's, um, there's certainly disquiet at this, this conference, but they haven't given up hope. This time last year, Liz Truss was Prime Minister and Conservative leader. As you touched on earlier, she is appearing at the conference today and giving a fringe speech. Is she expected to draw a big crowd? Yes, um, yes, I think she's still popular amongst many grassroots Tories. The, the general rule about former prime ministers is that once you're a former prime minister, you don't uh, engage in backseat driving. And, and a lot of former prime ministers have, have, have stuck to that. Mistrust, she's not. She's, she's back here at conference and uh, we'll be making her views very clear. She's getting lots of media coverage. But you always need to bear in mind that when she was prime minister, the economy went, went into freefall, basically, because of her and Kwasi Kwarteng's economic policies. So she, she may be speaking very strongly and very, uh, very confidently, but always remember back to the mini, mini budget and how, how uh, Britain's economy was plunged into chaos by that. So what she said needs to be taken with a pinch of salt. There seems to be divisions forming within the Tories. Jeremy Hunt has been distancing himself from the Home Secretary's migration policies. How concerned should Rishi Sunak be about his party? Yes, yes, there's splits. There's splits. Things are rumbling beneath the surface. There's no direct leadership threat to to Rishi Sunak at the moment. But it's not a a happy party at the moment. 
it, it will be very interesting to see the state of Labour in Liverpool next week. A lot of their MPs think that they're on the brink of becoming the next government. Don't think they've been complacent, but the polls suggest that's what's going to happen, even though they, they, they may have narrowed slightly recently. You can read more on this story and others in the Evening Standard newspaper or on our website, standard.co.uk. And that's it from this episode of The Leader. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.